so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is Sunday, March 14th, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of this Joe Batanz, a show that I usually do by myself, but there's a very important reason that we have podcasting's Lori Rockenkamp on with us. I'll tell you when we come back from the musical break, but it's all right here on this Joe Batanz, right here. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of This Joe Batanz. I realized I forgot to switch to the proper live feed, so if you're not in This Joe Batanz, congratulations, you get to hear a live episode of This Joe Batanz. But um, uh, let me bring on first my co-hostess, the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore herself, Miss Lori Rockenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello. I wanted to have you on. I think it's, uh, this wasn't a plan, but you were on and we're here. We're queer. Let's, you know, get used to Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, is, uh, last week I was like, you know what? Cause you know, there was a lot of, uh, uh, hullabaloo about the fact that it was one year since the, uh, start of the, of the quarantine, you know, the pan, you know, a now official pandemic. And I go, let me go back. Cause I remember when I actually, I do actually remember to the day uh, when I, what uh, I self quarantined, you know? And so I go, let me go back and listen to that day. And when I did, it was an episode with me and you on it. Oh, of this Joe Batanz, you were on it. And I thought in my head, there was going to be some sort of like, Lori, this is a day that will live in infamy. But, no, I mean I do I do reference it. I go, oh my god, it's weird to be living at a time that we know is hi- to be in living history, and then you and I just go on and blabber about ourselves for the, <laughs> the remaining twenty minutes. Like there's like a passing reference to the quarantine, and then we just talk about ourselves about other things that are just going on in our lives. Well, I mean that's pretty much us, though. Yeah, so I feel like if the world was coming to an end, we'd still be like, holy, we gotta do the rumor mill. Uh, uh, but Lori, so before I get into what happened with me and Aiden or what's been happening with me or what's been happening with you, uh, let's, let's take a, a couple of minutes at least and, and talk about this past year, the pandemic, the quarantine, what it's meant to us, you know, what about you? What, what, what have you learned about yourself? What, what has been, what's the whole story here with the quarantine with you? Well, I mean... I feel like for me personally, I feel like the pandemic has actually been kind of a benefit, which is sad to say, mm-hmm. um, because I was able to go to call back to school to get my teaching credential. Yeah. Um, I was able, you know, I was able to pay off a good portion of my debt mm-hmm. and save some money. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I mean, little things like I haven't been able to get my hair cut, but I mean, it's, it's not, I'm not like, 
too upset. You know, it's not like the end of the world. Yeah. But I'm excited once my aunt gets her, she's going for her first vaccination tomorrow. So once she gets her second vaccination, and then two weeks after that, I'm going to get my hair cut. Oh, I'm going to wait a week. Because my parents are both fully vaccinated. Uh-huh. I'm talking both shots two weeks after the second shot. I mean, they're fully vaccinated. I'm going to wait a week after my vaccination and go get a haircut. I, uh, I'm, I'm, st- I'm vaccinated. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that. So my aunt has her yeah. first shot tomorrow. And mm-hmm. then, so then I think, what is it? Like six weeks, Some, four oh, weeks, four weeks to the next shot. And then two weeks after that until it fully kicks in. Yeah. So two, maybe I'll wait three weeks and mm-hmm. then I'm going to get a haircut. So yeah. I'm excited about that. But I mean, those are little things. I think that overall, I think we realize that like, Certain things that we didn't think were possible are possible, you know, mm-hmm. like we didn't think that you could do classes on Zoom or you could yeah. have a large amount of people. And it's now it's so I honestly think that's going to be difficult to kind of go back to when it's like, well, I can do a class, but I would prefer it to be on Zoom, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I've actually really the only the only downside is I haven't been able to see a lot of star. Yeah. So that's really been a bummer. Mm-hmm. But you know we're planning on moving in together some uh, hopefully by the end of next year. Okay. So. Um. Yeah, I think that. Uh. You know, overall, it's actually not been too bad. Just haven't been able to leave the house or anything. But yeah, it's really actually just shown me. I don't know how you feel about this, Joe, but mm-hmm. I personally have always w- wondered or worried how I would be in a in a disastrous situation. Okay. You know, uh-huh. like if there was, a, God forbid, a shooting yeah. or something happened. Yeah. And I've always I've always thought of myself as being able to be the heroic type. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But deep down, I've always feared that if something bad happened, I would be the one who would just immediately like I would push children in front of the way. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And or I would, you know, use my mother as a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've learned from this little bit of stuff is that I, I, I'm willing to do the work, the bare minimum of work. Yeah. <laughs> to make things go well, smoothly, but I'm still willing to do it. Like I didn't become, even though in the beginning I didn't necessarily believe that it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Once you, we started hearing the news reports, and was, I, I was like, okay, I, I will wear a mask. I will do, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been doing like I've been able to do stuff and it I, and that I feel like has been helpful for me to see that like oh I'm not a selfish twat like mm-hmm. I'm actually like a good person in some ways so mm-hmm. You know what for, about you? yeah for me it's just so funny I I I I should go back and listen some more to more of them I'm sure as the days progress I do talk about it but uh but I remember even recording Shady Pines uh the first season the reason we did it was uh we were in quarantine and we were like well we might as well do it but i remember in the beginning there being a fear that the quarantine would end before we could finish the first season yeah you know and what's funny is we're technically still in quarantine and adam salandra and i will finish the second season before this quarantine ends you know, yeah, and but I remember at the time thinking like, "Ooh, we got we have to hurry up and finish these because it's going to all end in May. We have to get through all these episodes before the quarantine ends in May." 
And we, I remember just thinking, oh, yeah, it's just going to end in, like, May or June, and then we'll go back to our normal life. And what's funny is a year later, now, not only do I think it's not going to go back to complete normal for a very long time, but I don't want it to. It's something that I've talked about before, that even once I'm fully vaccinated, once we get the okay and the green light and it's... um you know, it's uh, we're at at uh, herd immunity and all that stuff, right? Which they're they're hoping for by the end of this year. I think when I go to large public places, I'm still going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask at yeah. the movie theaters. I'm going to wear a mask at the supermarket. I'm going to wear a mask at the uh, concerts and all that stuff. Now, look, movie theater, perfect example. While I'm eating popcorn, yes, obviously I will take the fucking mask off, right? Yeah, but. Once it's done, I'll put the mask back on. It's it's not that big of a deal to me. It really isn't. It's not. Well, you know what I always find funny is the juxtaposition of shortly before mm-hmm. the the pandemic, the so in the fall of 2019, uh, I started with a trainer at 24 Hour Fitness. Yeah. And there was another trainer when I used to work out there that was there and he was always wearing a mask. Uh-huh. And I was like, that is so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time <clears throat> the lady who I was training with, I go, why does he always wear a mask? Is there something? Okay? Is he okay? Mm-hmm. And she goes, she just like rolled her eyes and she's like, Ugh, just don't. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> like it was like a whole issue with him. And yeah. I remember thinking, what a freaking weirdo. Yeah. And then now... <laughs> I'm like, I will fucking wear a mask everywhere. Yeah. Like, I will be, when I go outside, mm-hmm. if I'm in the supermarket, I'm wearing a mask. If I'm, you know, yeah. like, I don't know if I'll ever stop wearing a mask. And by the public. way, there, uh, you know, I saw this, uh, this tweet the other day that was like, uh, it, the tweet was like, um, uh, something along the lines of, I'm an ER doctor. Ask your ER doctor friends how many cases of the flu they've seen. How many ear infections have they seen? How many upper respiratory infections have they seen? Well, I happen to have a friend who's an ER doctor. So I uh, I texted him. And I sent him a screenshot of that tweet. And he was like, 100%. Because the guy had said, for me, it's zero. He's like, I've seen one case of the flu. He goes, I've seen zero ear infections. And I've seen zero upper respiratory infections. He said, we all talk about it. It's really weird. That is weird. And he goes, yeah, I think cases of the flu, I think deaths from the flu have plummeted this year. Well, uh, I don't know about you, but one of the things that they talked about on late night, which I thought was kind of funny, was shaking hands. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I will never shake hands. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I will do an elbow bump or I'll do, and I, you know, I was leaning towards not shaking hands anyway, because I got to be honest, like people's hands are gross. Well, I've always been like that with shaking hands. I've never liked it. Yeah. I I haven't, I've never been a fan of it. Men seem to love it. Mm -hmm. I've never been a fan of it. My, the problem I have is I rarely will shake a man's hand because my, my dad's a prime example. A lot of men don't wash their hands after going to the bathroom because they feel like, well, I'm clean. So I don't need to wash my hands. I don't. That's. I think again. My dad does that. Okay. And my well, dad's your dad does that. Do when that. I go to the public restrooms with men, most people that I see wash their hands after they go to the restroom. Well, a lot. I, I mean, I know. I know. I can name five men right now that I know of that okay. don't do that. 
Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is, is that like, I think that's really helped. And those are the things that I feel like I worry are going to drop. You know, mm-hmm. my dad washes his hands after going to the bathroom now. And he's talked about how he's tired of washing his hands all the time. And I'm like, you should be washing this. That shouldn't go away. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't stop doing that. Mm-hmm. The The only thing that will happen is you can go out more and be around people and not worry about dying. Yeah. So, like, there are things that I feel like I'm never going to do again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, honestly, this pandemic has kind of given me the confidence to not do it. Before, yeah. whenever I was, like, when I didn't want to shake somebody's hand, I'd be like, oh, I have a cold. or uh, But now I'm just going to be like, no, I f- don't want to fucking shake <laughs> Like, yeah. Don't give me your gross hand. But another thing that I find so fascinating is, I don't know about you, but one of the things that I always knew about Trump. Sure. Is that he's a germaphobe. Yes, big germaphobe. And, I mean, I don't... I had heard a story Mm -hmm. that one of the reasons why Chris Christie kind of got out of favor with him Mm -hmm. was that around the time of the election, when the election results were coming in, Chris Christie, he uh, Trump couldn't find his phone. He needed to call somebody. And Chris Christie handed him his own phone. And Trump was like, that's disgusting. Why would would you think I would want to use your phone? Mm Mm-hmm. And that was sort of like the beginning of the end for for Chris Christie. So I I honestly am like I'm shocked that Trump has now become the beacon for not following guidelines to protect yourself from a you would think that the one thing he would be prepared for mm-hmm. and be like, Yeah, let's fight this is the thing that he falls flat on his face. Um but yeah, but that's what people have people thought, yeah, that because of his germophobia that uh he would be like that, but no, as we saw, he wasn't. Um, you know, uh, I think what I might do is I'll talk about the Aiden thing on another episode because we're already at 13 minutes. I think it, t- I think it takes more time than that. But, um, you know, uh, it, it is weird because we've also known people who've gotten coronavirus, like my, you know, famously and in, in the afterthought world, my, both of my grandparents got it and died within a couple of days of each other. Uh, your yeah. grandfather got it, correct? But he survived. Do My grandfather, but now he doesn't think he had it. Oh, do you know anyone that actually got it, Lauren, and and got yeah, very, my very... girlfriend or no, but, no uh, but, my girlfriend's parents, but then got very ill. Oh, got very ill. Well, my master teacher, she had it, and she was said for about a week. She felt like it was like an elephant was sitting on her chest. So she said that now, she... I want you to know, and I'm sure you're, you're aware, that there's a very obvious joke. And I'm not going to go there, because that would be rude. Yeah. Well, no, it was because I would sneak in her house at night and sit <laughs> on her chest. Because um, I was like, take that for fucking trying yeah. to give me COVID, you yeah. stupid bitch. Yeah. Uh, no, but she was she was, a, she was nice. But mm-hmm. she... Um, but yeah, she said that it was like... It was like a, and at the time, she also found... Right around that time, she found out she was pregnant, too. Yeah. So it was, I mean, still, they don't, they're like doing, the baby seems to be normal, but, Mm -hmm. you know, there's still a fear. What I find funny is that she's not getting the vaccine because she's worried that it'll do something to the baby. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, you don't think COVID might have done something to the baby? (laughs) I think there there isn't a lot of of, of, uh, case study on what it does to pregnant women. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like COVID could also have done something. Yeah, true. Good point. Uh, yeah, so, um, that, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. It's just so funny. It's been an entire year. Like, you know, I, I think back to before COVID, but like, you know, uh, uh, you were running a comedy show. What was it called again? Desperate People or what was it called again? 
It was called the No One's Ever Showing Up. Yeah. Um, it was called the Beautiful Babies. Beautiful Babies. But recently I was talking to Shannon about that show because that was the last time I saw Shannon was at that show where, where Trixie Mattel uh, was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trixie Mattel was performing at that show. And uh, it was the last time I saw Shannon. And what I would think it's funny is, you know, I went to this show and I think we even made a plan to go once a month to that show and see each other. Yeah. And now, I mean, I would love to see Shannon. I would love to see you do stand-up. I don't think I would ever do a show in the basement, uh, in the small basement of a wine store right now. I mean, I can't I can't no. imagine. I, ever, I, I can honestly, you imagine that, Lori? I'm sh- I would be shocked if that place still existed, to be honest with you. I, I would be shocked. But, yeah, no, I, I don't know if I'll I, – well, I said in the beginning of the, the – the pandemic was that like I would see all these people who were like they were desperately trying to figure out how to do shows and they mm-hmm. were like I just love I have to do stand up every night like it's just it's how I get it's how I get my anxiety out I love it so much and then I was just like oh so I just like it because I, I was like, I'm totally fine not doing shows yeah but you know what's so funny is you say that but those same people who say there are the people who like they go and come up to the stage uh comedian a and he gets up there and then he does that thing where he tucks his hand under his shoulder and he holds the mic close to his chest and he goes uh okay uh, hmm you ever lube up your pillowcase and fuck it and you're yeah. like what this is your bit yeah <laughs> And then they have notes, and he like runs his fingers through his hair, like you know, like a serious comedian. And then they just say the stupidest, not funny, like they're not even jokes. Well, what I love is then that you always have like I wonder if at any point somebody was like, "Oh boy, COVID's really sucking up all the humor." Yeah, it's like no, it's just your shitty jokes. That's what's <laughs> that's what's making it not funny. Yeah, guys, you understand that there'll be these guys that they look. I remember when I first started doing stand up, being so intimidated by these guys because they they wear comedy drag, so they look like a comic. I mean, they look like comics, and they're like, "Well, it's just a shirt and yeah. converse." Yeah, but know, like, but like, like a, but they have a notebook with all these notes on it, and they just, oh, and yeah. they know everybody, and then they're just like they have like a hip look, and you're like, "Oh, this guy's gonna go up there and just spin my head," and he'll be like. Does that thing where they tuck their hand under their armpit and then they hold the microphone on the other side, they cross their arms and they rock back and forth and they go, you ever have to shit and fart at the same time? And you're like, that's what's in your notebook? That's, yeah. that's the gem you have that's in your notebook? That's what you decided, yeah. Like, <laughs> there was one time I was doing a... uh open mic i rarely ever did them but i did an open mic at the at the hollywood improv yeah and the host or the the woman who was running the the thing for some reason just had like she had had enough Mm -hmm. and she just got on stage right out the gate she was like okay i don't want to hear any jokes about you guys jerking off i don't want to hear any jokes about your dicks yeah i don't want to hear anything that involves you coming or any kind of thing yeah I, I don't want to hear any of it. Like, come with new material or just don't do the show. And I will I will throw you out if you if you go on stage. I applaud this woman. I applaud her. So, like, literally the first three people who went on stage were like, ooh, we, like, almost like you really kneecapped me with the... Yeah. Because the, they were struggling. And the, the, the fifth or sixth guy who went on, 
he like tried for, I want to say a solid 20 seconds. He Mm -hmm. was like, you guys ever, I went and visited my mom and, uh, so I ejaculated in my own mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Literally didn't even try. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to say what I want to say. And it was like, you just couldn't help yourself yeah. from uh, saying the thing, something about your penis. Yeah. Oh, I remember so uh, Shannon and I dropped by a uh, Judy Carter comedy class. on the okay. la- like, But like the night before the big showcase, right? And there was some comic there, a guy, and he just could not get it. And all, I mean, his stuff was all that stuff. And Judy said, can you please go to coffee with him and work on his stuff with him? Because cause the showcase is going to be a mess. So I take him out. And the guy's just not believing me. You know, I'm like, you, I'm telling you, this stuff will not work. Right? And so we work out uh, a whole set for him. Next night he goes up. He starts doing it. And then I think he just slips in one of his dirty jokes. And as you know, Lori, if you do a dirty joke... People yeah, it's just, the all it's the wow factor. Yeah, and then See, the, but the problem is that new comedians we're going to get wow out of here. factor. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he went to the old stuff, and then it was not good. Anyway, we'll see you guys tomorrow right here on this Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media. <laughs> <laughs>